Hello, bitches. Welcome to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk Podcast, where I try to help my listeners get out of their own way and get shit done. I am your host, Elaine Terso. Let's dive right in. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you guys doing today? It is me, Elaine Terso. And we're going to talk today about one of my favorite interesting new topics that I have been doing some research about are energy suckers, aka energy vampires. So I've been doing some research. You know, I love research. It's one of my favorite things to do is to really like dive in a little deeper. So I had thought about energy suckers and learned they call them energy vampires, which I think is hysterical. Um, And I discovered that I'm really lucky that I don't actually have a lot of these energy suckers in my life. I used to, Um, you know, I think we all do. Uh, When we work around other people, you are bound to have an energy sucker in your life. So what are they? What I, what the, the simple thing is that they're just, they're the people that suck your energy dry. Debbie Downers, you could call them negative Nellies, right? They're probably a family member or a coworker that immediately makes you have feelings. <laughs> you might even regret that you just said hello to them. You might regret or avoid being in a conversation with them because you think to yourself that I just don't have the energy to cope right now. I just can't with them right now. So uh, during the course of my research, I discovered um, an article uh, by Susie Welch. And I loved what she said about this. And this is like, I, I quoted, I'm quoting here. It says, energy givers are filled with positivity. They're solution focused. They always leave you you feeling invigorated. Energy takers with their negativity or neediness or both, they tend to suck the oxygen right out of the room. I'm like, that is such a brilliant description between energy givers and energy takers. Which are you? We want to believe that we're energy givers, but at some point in our, we may have a bad day and we may decide to take that bad day out on someone else and we become an energy taker. We're going to feed you our negativity because we need to get it out of our system and it leaves the other person feeling, ah, you brought them down. And you know, they say misery loves company, right? So It's good to have, like, my husband and I are both venting partners, like, it's okay to, but we kind of prepare each other and say, I need to vent, right? I need to vent. So it allows me, it gives me the choice to say, wait a second, (laughs) are you going to bring me down or are you just going to, you need to say what you need to say um, because maybe I have other things going on and I need to keep a high energy until later, you know? So I think it's, a good idea to ask the person, can I vent? Do you have a minute? Can I vent to you? Um, Absolutely. But then um, I like to call it bitch and brainstorm (laughs) where you can bitch, but then we're going to talk about solutions, right? I'm a very solution oriented person. 
And I believe that every problem has a solution. Okay, so anyways, I digress. So I discovered there are eight types of energy suckers and I'm gonna kind of quickly tell you what they are, but I actually have a link to an article that talks more about them and more in detail um, that I actually posted on my blog, which is on my website at elaineterso.com. So if you go to the blog, it's the first article, the latest article about energy suckers, and it gives you, has the link to the article. Um, but there are eight types of energy suckers, and here's the, here's the summary of, uh, of who they are. Number one is the negative Nelly, right? We all know who negative Nelly is right? She's just uh, kind of a Debbie Downer, just nothing goes her way, just can't see the positive in anything, right? Number two is the complainer. They complain about everything. They complain even when things are going good, they're still, they still have a complaint. Nothing ever is going to be perfect. It's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be right. Um, some may refer to those as Karens. I'm sorry if your name is Karen, but it has become a very popular term in order to describe people's behavior that is not as pleasant um, to deal with. Or you know, it's it's a it's a whole thing. And um, <laughs> oh, I feel bad for the people named Karen that are being labeled Karens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Number three is you can't get a word in. So they are talk, 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 talk. They like to hear their own voice, right? They don't, they're not interested in anyone else but themselves. Very self-absorbed, very ego, very full of ego. Um, number four is the one upper. When you have good news to share, they got something that's going to top your good news. They're always going to have, they always have to be at the same level or higher than you. They can never allow you to have your moment to shine. They're going to, they're going to, they got something to top it. They got something to top it. And sometimes it's not even true. It's fabricated. It's exaggerated because they, they it's like they want to be included in the conversation and so to include them in the conversation, they want to participate, and but that includes a one-upper. Number five is the drama queen or king, because let's be honest, guys can be in drama too, right? It's not just ladies. The drama queen, drama king, every, they're, they're the gossip, right? Gossip, they love to cause tr trouble. There's, they thrive in chaos. It's just who they are. They just can't help themselves, you know. Um, number six is that won't work. So when you offer a solution, they give you a million reasons why that won't work, why that solution won't work. They're just not open and willing to see that there's a potential solution out there, and it may be because it's not their idea, okay? Number seven is the pathological liar. Do you have a, I believe it when I see it person in your life? Yeah. It's because you've kind of gotten to a point where you're not really sure you believe them. So you're going to wait and see if it actually is true. Pathological liar, right? You just, 
You just don't know what to believe anymore because you've been lied to so many times. You just don't even know what the truth is. And they probably don't know what the truth is either. Okay. And number eight is the can't sit stills. So just constantly moving things around. Uh, this is me. I'm a pen clicker. Uh, when I, it's very interesting, but when I teach or when I do anything like that, I click a pen. I don't know why it drives me crazy. I'm sure it drives other people crazy, but I definitely am an energy sucker in that way that I am a pen clicker. <laughs> so how do you know that you are in the presence of an energy sucker? So I'm gonna give you a couple little things here, a little tidbits of how to know if that's what you, if you are in that situation. So we talked about drama. They are usually involved in it. They thrive on drama. Um, they are never accountable. Even when you show them their mistake, they will not own up to it. They will make excuses and they will blame everyone else. Never on them, never their fault. Never, never, never. Um, they tend to downplay your problems or your issues because they have it worse than everyone else. They're the, yeah, but, mm-hmm, yeah, we all know who that is. Um, let's see here. They act like they are God's gift, and no matter what they do, they will uh, never be right or do it right. So they are the people that are like, I can never do anything right in her eyes, right? That, mm. but they think that there's nothing like they may have a misconstrued person per perception of what reality is, is that they're perfect. They're doing everything correctly, but it will never be good enough for that person over there. And that may or may not be true, but they're going to definitely uh, talk about it. They're going to know about it and they're going to vent about it. They're going to just they're going to put that stress and drama on everyone else. Um, people who take advantage of your kindness or generosity. Yep. I, um, I like to, um, I have an example that I use for that. Um, when I used to do booths, um, like at Girls Night Out at the mall or some other events, People that just come by and they want anything that you have for free. They're going to take advantage of that it's free and they are going to just take all of it. All of it. All of it. I once had someone steal something off my table that was actually a sample and was not a freebie. <laughs> and I had to chase her down and get it back. And she was so appalled that I was asking for it back. It didn't belong to her, but she was taking advantage of you know, she's taking advantage of the situation. Um, they're a bully. They're a bully. So putting you down um, is how they thrive, right? That is an energy sucker to the, to the core is a bully. People who are passive aggressive, people who talk in circles, and someone who has an ego so big that it could have its own room. Yeah. Yep. So let's see here. So how do you cope or handle an energy vampire? So the first thing that I recommend is setting boundaries, telling people what's okay and what is not okay, 
and when they cross the line, when their behavior is not in alignment with your values, you are going to have to call people out on their shit. And it is going to be uncomfortable, I'm not going to lie, but it's necessary, right? So if someone were coming to you and they wanted to gossip, they're going to come and suck your energy by gossiping and spreading drama about someone else. And so it's okay to say, hold it, hold it, hold, hold the phone. Um, is it okay for you to share this information? Because what that's doing is you're now telling them that, are you spreading gossip and drama? Um, is this your information to share? Because sometimes they're sharing private information that is not meant for anyone else to know. Uh, that's not okay. So it's okay to stop them and say, I don't know that this conversation is something that I need to be a part of. If you have a, a problem or you're having an issue with so-and-so, you should just take it directly up with them. I don't need to be involved in that, right? Calling them on their shit, establishing boundaries. I don't want to participate in your drama or your gossip, okay? The other thing is that you may need to adjust your expectations. We all tend to want to believe everybody is doing the best they can, right? Sometimes though, and that's hard, if we were to um, follow in Brene Brown's footsteps, I've talked about this before about assuming that people are doing the best they can means that you have to adjust your expectations. So if someone is doing a shitty job and your thought process is, I have to assume the best, that they are doing the best they can, I have to assume the best intent, that is hard because you have to adjust your expectations, right? And sometimes we expect too much from people. We expect people to be mind readers. Um, we expect them to know what we like and what we don't like but they're not mind readers. We expect people to do the right thing. We expect people to be decent human beings, but the reality is, is that sometimes, unfortunately, those are unrealistic expectations. And it sucks because we want to assume that everybody would do the right thing, but we are not everybody. Not everybody has our values. Not everyone shares our morals. Not everyone shares our belief system. That's hard that not everybody believes like you, but it's also something to celebrate because it makes us unique individuals and that's pretty awesome. But unique individuals means that getting along with everyone else can be a challenge. So you need to be aware of that. What happens if you work in an office and you have an energy sucker, what are you gonna do? They wanna come and they wanna drama, they want to cause chaos, they're just a miserable human being. But assuming they're doing the best they can, what's going on in their world? Are they, are they having a bad day? Are they having some, some stuff going on at home? We don't know. We don't know what people are going through right? So what you may need to do is you need to, you may need to put up a wall. So I typically 
talk about that every person you come into contact with has a brick for you and you can either choose to build a path or a wall with it but sometimes you need to protect your emotional well-being like self-care it's like a self-care wall use it sparingly right don't put a wall up around everyone but you could use the wall to kind of tune out the person that is trying to suck your energy. So it's almost like, if you can think of it like this way, like if you were to become a character, if you were to put on a mask and like become someone else, or if you were to almost like float up out of your body and just disconnect for a minute. So this person is blah, 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 blah. And you may just like be very stoic and smile and be kind, but not allow, it's like you put up this like invisible shield. And so you're not gonna allow their negativity to impact your happy bubble, right? So if you were to think about putting like this invisible shield wall thing around you to protect your emotional well-being around this person that is trying to suck your energy. What happens though, if building a wall doesn't work, can you, are you in a position where you can cut ties with someone who is bringing that negative, like this is like toxic. Toxic behavior is what I would say when I would consider cutting ties with someone. Especially, it's gonna be hard though, if they're a member of your family, what if they're on your team? What if they're your supervisor? How is that going to work, right? Uh, not probably going to work. Not probably able going to be able to cut ties. But here's the thing. This is what I know to be true. What can you control in this situation? An energy sucker could be your boss, could be someone that you work with. They're an energy sucker. What can you control? Can you control their behavior? No but you can control your behavior. You can control your reactions. You are in control of you. And so removing yourself from a situation in order to preserve your mental well-being, I know that sometimes you're just not in a position where that can happen, where you can leave. And so, right, it's so hard. It's so hard. So being able to put up a wall, you know, put on a mask, give yourself a bubble, whatever that is that you need to do in order to cope with an energy vampire. Um, and I will tell you that I've been in situations where I didn't realize until now because I wasn't mature enough to know that I could set boundaries. I didn't know when I worked in an office and I was in my 20s that I could set boundaries. What the hell are boundaries? I didn't know. I didn't know that I could confront someone and tell them that their behavior was not okay, right? I didn't know, now I do, now I do. When I know better, I can do better. And that's why I like to share this kind of information is because when I know better, I can do better. So 
This is a really interesting, um, another like quote that I found that I put on my blog post in a, in a graphic that someone um, that I found online and I shared the graphic. And it says, energy vampires prey on others because they are in pain and their behavior is a disguised cry for help. However, the important thing to remember is that you are not responsible for resolving their issues. While you can offer help to an energy vampire, it is ultimately their responsibility to sort out their struggles. And that came from Luna and Soul, um, hashtag awakened empath. So I thought that was really um, fascinating and important to share because I just, like I said, doing all of this research around energy suckers and energy vampires, um, I'm finding really, really interesting ways that people are handling these situations. So I would love to hear from you. Like what have, what have you noticed um, in your world? Do you have an energy vampire in your world? What is that like? How are you coping with that? What are you doing to protect yourself, to um, put up a boundary, to protect your emotional well-being? How are you coping? So I would love to hear from you. Hey, hey, before you go, one last thing. I wanted to send you an invitation to join our next free five-day masterclass, which starts on September 21st via live Zoom um, for five days. And our class is called Level Up to Scale Up. And it is designed to support, uplift, and empower leaders, teams, and future leaders to get out of their own damn way, shift their mindset, and consider a different approach. Because let's be honest, if everything was working just fine, you wouldn't be here. I hope that you will consider joining us. Learn more about uh, this class at www.elaineturso.com.